shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for Father we thank you Jesus we thank you Jesus, we give you all the praise. Our Father, we exalt you tonight. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for all that you are doing. Thank you, Father, for what you are still going to do. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we give glory to your name. Be thou exalted. Thank you, Father, for today. Thank you, Father, for all that you are going to do with us today. Thank you, Father, for what you have been doing. Thank you, Father, for what you are here to do. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise give you all the praise thank you Jesus thank you our father Jesus we thank you Jesus we thank you Jesus we thank you Jesus we thank you thank you father for all that you are doing thank you father for what you are here to do appreciate you for your mercy. We thank you, Father, for how you have helped us, how you are helping us. Thank you, our Father. Jesus, we appreciate you for today. We thank you for your spirit, which you have made available for us tonight. We say, be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Our Heavenly Father, as we go into the Word tonight, we ask, Father, that you would encourage us in your Word. We ask, Father, that life will be made available, that there will be supply of life, much more life, in abundance, in the name of Jesus. We thank you because you have always been faithful. We thank you, Father, because tonight you will be Merciful to us again. Amen. be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' Amen. name. As we go into the word, Father, we ask for the grace for to open your word, to speak even as your oracle. be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed Amen. and worshipped. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many of us are happy to be here tonight? Amen. So, uh, just take a moment to say hi to your neighbor. I'm so happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. Amen.
Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I just wanted to appreciate God for tonight. And uh, I would uh, I just uh, thank God for, for being here tonight again. Day in, day out. Uh, we are moving on. We are pressing on in the Lord. We are striving to be better. We are receiving strength. Thank you for for joining us tonight so that uh, we can bring forth the word. Uh, we welcome our online audience as well. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, sorry, I'm just waiting for us to be seated. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. Uh, it's like it's like this angle that I'm sitting now. Everybody's on this side. Amen. Uh, Amen. You can you can see down there instead. Okay. So I can just see our face. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I'm just looking for the scripture to to start with today. I feel that I, I, I may not be teaching today. I feel I may just look into one or two things. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Um, maybe not today, but uh, I know we've been teaching for some time. Right? And I think we've been teaching in that Isaiah 11 for some time now. But a little bit today, I'll just, I'm just looking to find help tonight to... Just encourage us a bit. Amen. 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 Just bear with me, please.
sorry for I hope I hope you can hear me. Yes sir. Mm, just a moment. I want to quickly check if I'm right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Just give me a moment. I'm just looking for. It's important that I access the right scripture. Eh? Yes, sir. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Praise God. All right. Can we open to the book of Psalm chapter 1? Are we there yet? Yes, sir. Okay. Amen. Amen. So let me read from verse 1. To bless is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And uh, the emphasis on it is, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law that he meditate day and night. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think I'll just speak from my heart and see where we go from there. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't intend to take much of our time. But my intention tonight is to just encourage us a bit. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, can we open to the book of Tim, First Timothy? Mm. 
Amen. Amen. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Chapter. Am I okay? I'm in First Timothy, chapter four. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 First Timothy chapter four, eh? yes, okay. Actually, Second Timothy chapter four. I'll read verse six, verse five. See, but watch thou in all things, endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. That's Paul talking to Timothy. So I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Amen. Amen. Let me read from verse 1. Part of him. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own laws shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. So I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Amen. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at the day, and not to me only, but unto all them. Also, that love is appearing. 
do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. Okay, that's so for Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescent to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. Amen. Amen. So we see here Paul talking to, to Timothy. Uh, I believe um, there's some encouragement here. Uh, I mean, if you read from First Timothy up until you see where he began to, to talk to, to Timothy in different things. Amen. Amen. So this is him. But let's read First Timothy chapter 6. And I'll read from verse 9. Actually, let me read from verse 8. No, I don't understand why I'm joking. Let me read from verse 1. Let many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved. Partakers of the, of the benefit, these things teach and exhort. If any man teach otherwise and, cons- and consent not to wholesome words, even the word of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but dotting about questions and strives of words, whereof comet envy, strive, railing, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men, of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and awful lust. We drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the fate, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Verse 12, that's where I'm going. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. That thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus, which is which in his times he shall shew, who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. 
praise the Lord. So only at immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto whom no man has seen or can see. Okay. Unto whom be honor and power and everlasting. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, what I want to go to is fight the good fight of faith, right? Lay hold on eternal life. That's really where I'm going. And then I read in chapter 2, verse 4, right? It said that I have kept the faith, right? Say, I'm ready to be offered up. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, one of the things that is essential, right, to believe is our faith. Right? And Paul was talking to Timothy concerning the faith. Right? And he didn't just tell Timothy to, to fight the good fight alone. Later he told him, I have fought. Right? He also fought a good fight. So he wasn't telling Timothy something he's not doing or that he hasn't done. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Why am I saying this? Like I said, I don't have much to say today. All I just wanted to do by, if God will allow, is just to encourage us a bit concerning our faith. Amen. Amen. Why am I saying so? It's because it is easy to be discouraged in your faith. See, Christianity is beautiful, awesome. Right? But it's also a challenge. It wouldn't be challenging, right? If there is no reward for it. Amen. Amen. Meaning that every single thing you are doing, I don't know, I'm just moving straight into the encouragement, but we'll see, right? Every single thing you are doing to gain life, there's a reward for it. So it's challenging. And you see Peter too, when he began to talk to us in First Peter, second it all. Is it Peter? James. Second it all. When you fall into diverse temptations, then Peter now said that the trial of our faith being much precious than gold, right? He's talking about the trial of our faith. I understand now. I mean, if I'm going to talk from. Christ and begin to talk about the trial of our faith. There are things I, I will say regarding that, but I'm not. I'm, I'm, I don't think I want to just move into what the real trial of faith is, really. But just to use that word, just trial of faith. I want to bring it down here is that every single time you want to move forward spiritually, right? And Satan is fighting you. Your faith is being tried. It's your faith that is being tried. In short, 
What Satan hates the most is that anybody who have any element of faith whatsoever. <coughs> Amen. Satan does not want you to have any idea. Think about it. When I am sad or, or down, do I have faith? Notice that as in that moment, in that time, faith is missing. The previous day, you might have been jumping, you might have been shouting, you might have been, you know, do all kinds of things and like, yay! But once that day hit like this, it just, it's almost as if all those ones that you have had were nothing. Amen. But it's Satan that sets such heart, sets such things up. Amen. So, the the journey of life is not without wrestle. It's not without fight. It's not without. It's not without. How do I put it? It's not, with, it's not without. Mm, it's not without wrestling. Amen. Why am I saying so? It's because I know most of the time when we are down, see that that we almost like we lose we lose strength to fight. It feels like we don't feel like continuing. Feel like no, I don't feel like moving forward. But it's Satan. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Says, for I am now ready to be offered. Amen. And the time of my departure is at hand. So I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. It's also the same way Paul fought a good fight. And he's telling Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. It's the same thing I'm saying to us tonight. That we should fight a good fight. Right, because if we don't fight a good fight, we will not lay hold of the reward. Well, Paul, Paul, Paul talk about the reward here, right? It says, there now remaineth for me. And so there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. That's the need to fight a good fight. Now, it's not every fight that is a good fight. Yes. Because there is what the scripture called good. Amen? Amen. There's what what? There's what, what the scripture called good. I know, I know, but don't worry, we'll talk about it, but I just want to bring something out of this good fight. Right? It's not everything that it's not every fight that is good. Since since the death of John the Baptist, the kingdom survived violent and the violent take it by force, right? So we've used that scripture to fight some fight. Right? We've used it to fight to get a job. We've used it to fight to get a house. We've used it to We've used it to 
What else have we done with that scripture? We've used it to maybe become a manager of a company. Yeah. But all those ones, it's not a good, it's not a fight. It's not a good fight. There's a fight that is good has to be about faith. That's why Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. So he said, fight the good fight of faith. First Timothy 6. Right. Fight the good fight of faith. Then lay hold on eternal life. So it's not every fight that is good. Right? Because there's what God calls good. The, what God calls good is a things that begins to talk about him. Right? If 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 something talks about, if it begins to speak about the life of God, the Lord God calls it good. Because it's not everything that begins to talk about his life or him. Right? When we begin to, you know, let's say when we just get born again, right? We begin a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Right? And when we begin that relationship, um, there are things the Spirit can talk to us about. It can be about anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be about God. It can be about you. About your job, your house, your husband, your wife. You can talk about all those things. But you may not start talking to a believer about God, who God is. Or the person or the life or the kind of life that flows inside of him. Right? Um, so, I just, I just define good. Uh, let me just see how I flow from there. Right? But what the Lord begins to call good is it has to have a measure of God inside of it. So, somebody called Jesus good master. I said, Why do you call me good? There is none, no one is good but God. So, if no one is good but God, it means that whatever God will call good has to have God inside in a way. Right? He has to have God inside in a way. And when I say God, it means he has to have the elements of, not just elements, he has to have the, the supply of God in there. When you say the true, true God, anything about God, I'm talking about literal, literal, literal supply of the person of who God is, right? The nature, the, the actual life inside of him. Something about it must come. I mean, it doesn't have to be the very life, right? But something that begins to point to that life is okay. Like Christ. Right? Christ is good. Right? Christ is good. So, it is clear that if we have to fight the good fight of faith, it means that 
before we get to this faith, we must also fight. What do I mean is, so when you are growing in your relationship with the Spirit, it's something to fight for. If you can't fight for that, you won't fight the good fight of faith. Because the Lord of God won't put you in a war zone without training you. Do you know that our life is, is daily war? It's war every day. War. You wake up, you are warring. How do you know? You wake up. The moment you wake up, something is already talking to you. You are not good. You know, you are not doing well. Your spiritual journey is a mess. A lie? Sometimes the moment, in short, it's not, it's not even when you wake up, in your sleep, the spirit already blowing. You can have all kinds of dreams with blowing breeze to you. Dream, dream, dream. You, you, you are running, you are running, you are flying all of a sudden, you start going down. Start going down, start going down. Dream that, dream that. Then you wake up, you quickly interpret. Ah! I'm feeling my spiritual, my spiritual walk. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Hey, now, the soul will not look at what to do to get out of the situation. You will start looking at the defaults. The faults, the faults, the faults, the faults. But that's not that's not that's not God's design. That's not spiritual design for for journey. You see, the Lord. You see, there are things that they they tell us here, right? In that Second uh, Thessalonians chapter four, right? It was Paul was telling. Uh, Timothy, he says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead that is appearing in his kingdom, said, preach the word and be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. See this thing that Paul told Timothy to do. There are things the spirit can do. It can reprove you. It can rebuke you. It can exhort you. Right? But it won't condemn you. Do you realize that condemnation and all these things are not the same? Do you know what rebuke is? Huh? Right? You, maybe rebuke is to, maybe you do something and then the Ghost can rebuke you for doing it. Ah, don't do that. Why did you do that? You're not supposed to. Right? You can be reproved. Don't do that. But you know, don't do that is not... You are useless. They're not the same thing. The language is different. But most of the time, I don't know why, but most of the time we hate rebuke. Amen. One of the things that we hate is rebuke. We don't like to be rebuked. It's a faulty nature. It's Satan that put it there. Right? The moment any rebuke comes like this, we want to run away. But Holy Spirit, if, if we are going to grow, He will rebuke us. Rebuke is good for growth. Amen? 
it would exalt. The Holy Spirit can exalt you, right? Begin to talk to you about you know, things in life and begins to speak concerning. Sorry. And it can begin to speak concerning uh, things that they are they are bringing to you in the spirit. You can begin to talk about the life of God to you in a way, right? Uh, in the world, it can just encourage you in a bit. It can exhort. Exhort is to uplift, to exhort. When you exhort people, you uplift them, right? Exhort. It's almost like lifting them. Exaltation, right? Exalt, exaltation. To exalt is to raise up. Is to move your spirit up. That's you know that is to raise your spirit. You know something when you are down, when you hear a word, you can be exalted. Ah, yes, thank you, Jesus. We have you can be exalted, right? A spirit can do that, but it won't condemn you. So when maybe you wake up on the side of your bed and then all of a sudden all you start thinking about is all the all the evil things you've done. Just know that there's a spirit beside your bed whispering to you. It's true. That's just it. That's just it. Right? This is it's a spirit. It, it ensures that you begin to think about all the bad things you've done. Again, if it's not, if it's not bringing, if that thing is not bringing, if, if the conversation is not about repentance, If it's not about repentance, something is off. The Holy Spirit won't condemn you. It's not condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who walk who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen. Now, in the moment the, the condemnation is coming, the question is, are you walking in the flesh? Now, what Satan will do is to make sure you walk. In that moment, he will move you into the flesh, walk in the flesh. How? Be looking at your strength, what you can do, what you, what you set as the standard of righteousness. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a twisted way of Exalting yourself or not exalting yourself. Satan will twist exaltation, just twist it. So when you are thinking about it, is you are you you would have assumed an elevated state, but you will not know. The heart would, would be already lifted. How? Because you are the one that will set what is right, set what is wrong. Then you be the judge. Then you now judge. Ah, I didn't pass here because I didn't pass here. Therefore. I have failed. Right? But that's not that's not the spirit. Yes. The spirit can rebuke, can bring correction, it can, it can be corrected. Right? Like Paul was telling it's Timothy 2, right? In chapter 4. I think 2 Timothy chapter 4. Wait, no, not chapter, it's chapter 4. Yes, the doctrine is for hmm, Is it three? Yes, it's three verse. Second Timothy three, right? Second Timothy three, verse sixteen. It says, "All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, 
and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. Say for instruction, right? Say it's for correction. So the doctrine can bring correction. Holy Ghost can come and, and correct you. Right? Doctrine with doctrine, correction can come. Right? But correction is not condemnation. Amen. Amen. Correction is not condemnation. Correction is simply this thing. You've been doing it this way. Don't do it like that again. Do it this way. See, the way you've been doing it is wrong. You should do it instead like this. Do you know what the heart can pick from that? I've been doing it wrong. Oh my God. Ah, I've been doing it wrong all this while. I'm not growing. Can you see? Can you see? I failed. That that one is that's not God. That's not God. The Spirit of God talking now. Somebody, something else has taken over. It could be our own lust. It could be our own flesh. It could be our own pride. Hi. In that moment, what are you thinking about? You have failed for the past twenty years. The reason for light, right, is to bring about illumination. The reason for revelation, light, understanding. The reason for that is to show, see, okay, here's the problem. It's because maybe you're using a different site. That's why you probably think that everything is all, all right. Why? By default, we're not using the right light. By default, is a, a plain thing. It's clear. Nobody is using the light of God to live. We used to, but according to the four, what happened is all we fell, right? Then the light became a worse light. That was the true light that lighted every man. You know, when John was talking. So that when he say it was, it means that something has happened. Then, what men are using that we all exhort and clap for and say, oh, we are, you know, our own pride is just in our house. We know we take care of people, but just don't like disturbing people. Just, you know, you know, there's a way, you know, it's pride. And that one is your own. It's not God's own. Right? So a soul can hold on to that kind of pride and as a result be tied, chained to Satan. And Satan can always use it. The moment God brings correction like this, you just injure it. Yeah, look at yourself. Now think of yourself highly than you ought to. But it won't bring it that way. It will just look like, ah, I've not been doing well, I've not been growing. Just check it. Something is off. Right? Is there anything wrong in realizing maybe, ah, you fall short somewhere? No. There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. Where there's an issue, right, is where we now begin to draw away from God because of it. You know, when a suicide looking at I've, I've, I've failed, I've not, uh, then check where, the question you should ask yourself is, with this thought, where am I journeying to? Am I journeying towards God? And why am I going far away? If the thought is taking that soul far away from God, 
it's very easy. Drop the thought. Pick it. Even if it is to correct whatever it is you are feeling bad about, pick a thought that will move you to God. Just pick it. How? Repentance. Godly repentance. Godly repentance. Ah! This thing, I've done it. I should not do it again. All right. Lord, I will come to you. I will run to you. Can you help me? Lord, help me. Uh, see, I want to, maybe I used to, I don't know, I want to slap. Uh, maybe I used to, <laughs> maybe I used to think more of myself. Right? Lord, I want to be selfless like you are. Help me to be, I can, I can see I am so selfish. I can see that I only just think about myself. I don't think about others. I don't, I don't care about what others feel like. It's just what I want. I think about, but Lord, I want, I want to be selfless. I want to think more about others. I don't just want to think about myself. Pray. Begin to pray. What's happening? You're moving towards God. You're not journeying far. You're not journeying far. Any correction, that's why I won't even call it correction, any condemnation that takes you far from God is clearly Satan. It's not God. Amen. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because these are the things you encounter on a daily basis. Even, even when you grow, that doesn't mean you are, you are immune from such things. Right? Why? Because as you are waking up every day, spirits are already gathered to make sure you are not judged. Especially when they are seeing you, you are beginning to take strides in the spirit. Don't worry. You just, you just sleep one day, wake up. That you just see, but you just notice. Just, you just, you just start, the same way you, you think one way towards God, you just start thinking in a different way. You just, the same way, just differently. Just start looking at your, your fall. Right? <laughs> but that's not the way God, it's not that 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 is not the way God brings souls. What what everything God does is to save. Right? God does not re- reveal to condemn, he reveals to redeem. There might be correction. There might be rebuke. There might be reproof. Right? There might be exaltation. But all that the Lord is doing is for to to redeem, to save. Now, I think, let me, there's, there's a particular... Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Praise the Lord. I think I've forgotten my, my thought a bit, right? Because I was talking about the good fight, right? Right? So I was talking about the good fight to talk about 
what is good, right? That we must. Fight. I think I, I think I've talked about it. That we must fight for, right? Things that talk about God. But when we get born again and begin to engage the Holy Spirit, begin to move in the Spirit, there's also a fight needed in that in that in, when we, when we begin our journey because that is our preliminary training ground. That's where we are trained. Like I said, the Lord will not put you into a war zone without training. They won't ask you a good fight to fight a good fight of faith if you've never fought before. You've been fighting, right? Now, they're just telling you, fight a good fight of faith. Whatever fight you have, you, you have been fighting before may not be good. May not be your fate, but it's okay. It's a training. Because the Lord trains those that he will raise. In short, there is, in God's wisdom, there's always preparation before inheritance. Or there's always preparation before uh, the real thing, let me put it that way, or inheritance, right? Example, you see in Jesus, right? Before Jesus came, they sent John. Right? John said, I am the voice in the way I say, prepare ye the way. John was a preparation for Christ to come. When Jesus came, it's most of the people that were with John, that were baptized by him, that followed him. So there's a preparation for that. So the Lord will always prepare you before he moves you into what you need to do. And it's the same principle, even if the Lord calls somebody to ministry or, the, or maybe the Lord even wants to make you a CEO or maybe whatever it is the Lord wants to put you into, there is always the preparatory phase of your life where heaven will be preparing you. And, and we are, it is good for us to be wise to discern our preparate, our season of preparation. Don't, don't take the season of preparation as the season of engagement. Does that make sense? Now why? Because you might be engaging in the season where you ought to be preparing. And do you know what will happen? It will mean that that soul will never be prepared will never be prepared. How do I mean? It's like a soldier going to war, had no training, then that soldier moved into fighting, moved into the battleground, started fighting without training. You know what's going to happen to that soldier? He might, the soldier may kill some other, may kill some enemies, but one thing is very sure, that soldier was, is going to die. Why? Because it won't have the skill and the coordination and the, and the training to navigate the battlefield. In short, it will not, it, it will not, that, that soldier will not understand signal. You know, it's in training that they train their what? Signs. When they do this, there's what you should do. When they do this, there's what you hear 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Right? You hear all those slang, or not all those things, but what they're what, what are pretty much talking about are directions. When they say, look at your three o'clock, you go and look like, go and look at your clock 
three o'clock. What will happen? There is enemy coming. What's happening? He's going to die because they're going to come close. <laughs> Snipe, kill the soldier. Right. So there's always preparation before the main thing. Now, preparation before the main thing. What does it speak of? It speaks of process. God loves. I don't say love. God takes men through process. And the thing is, you don't want to cut short your process, the journey of your the, your process. You don't want to cut it short. Whatever is happening now to you is a train. That is why, if maybe if you realize maybe something is missing or anything, it's not a time to be sad. It's a time to gain strength, to move forward, launch into what the Lord is calling you to. Maybe the Lord showed you a picture. It's a time to launch. It's not this time to start sitting and start sorrowing on also, is it sorry? It's to, it's to start sitting and crying over it. That's not the time for that. It's the time to make change. Understand that once in a while, I mean, we might have, you know, maybe weakness somehow. Maybe you might now, that's why you might now need brethren around you to encourage you, right? Let's say, as, uh, um, as the scripture says, iron sharpened iron, right? As, uh, uh, as a man sharpened the countenance of another. Right? <laughs> iron sharpened iron. Right? So it's possible, I mean, during a time of you know, maybe a crisis, the Lord might arrange brethren around you just to encourage and console. It's part of the comfort that heaven has you know, provided for, for us believers. You know, the, the comfort that the, the Lord gives to his people is one, the spirit, also brethren. Your brethren are your comfort. Without bread, I mean, if if a soul is isol- isolated from brethren, they may never be able to receive the comfort that the Lord has put in in His brethren or our brethren for them. Never. If 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 a, if a, if a believer is also ashamed, shy, they don't want to talk about, okay, they will miss out on comfort on blessings that the Lord has put in around brethren for them. Sometimes, if the Lord wants to reach you, the way he reaches you is through, your, is through brethren, through, to, to people around you. Right? Now, why am I saying this? Is to give us a, a posture towards this, our, our race, your Christian journey. It's not... It's the Christian the, the, the Christian journey is not is not a I don't know I don't, it's not utopia. It might be yeah, it's utopia, but it's not utopia to the to the natural sense. You know what I mean? You know, most of the time when we are feeling sad, right, is because we are looking at something different. If you check it, most of the time we are looking more in the flesh. That is why they say there's definitely no connection to just work not after the flesh. But after the spirit. Why? Because godly sorrow, right? Worketh repentance. I think it was it on Saturday we read it. Godly sorrow worketh repentance. But what? Earthly sorrow. What does it do? Worketh dead. Worldly sorrow worketh means to kill you. Kill every strength you have to move, 
to journey in the spirit. Every strength you have to apply yourself to life, to wisdom. That's what it's, it is. It's looking for it. It wants to kill it. Amen. What am I saying? Like I said, I'm saying this for us to be strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, rulers of darkness of this world. Ephesians 6, verse 12. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. That's what, that's what. Let's read it. Ephesians 6. Verse, verse 10. says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand the wiles of the devil. Right? What are the wiles of the devil? Right? The wiles, wiles. Of the devil. What does wiles mean? Let's read it. <coughs> wiles means cunning, right? Devious. I think that's that is sense too, but it's wild can also mean to lure. Right? The wiles, the lures of the devil. Right? Right. So, somebody, let's read it. That Ephesians, right? Ephesians. Where is my, okay, it's Ephesians. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the, stand against the wiles of the devil. Satan is cunning. He knows how to move you into sadness, depression. He knows how to do all that without telling you that's what I want to do. It can come like an angel of light. Why? It looks as if he wants to tell you about your spiritual growth. You're not growing. You've done this. No, it's not. The intention is not to get you to move towards God. The intention is to cause you to draw back. That's his intention. Right? Let's not be, we are not, we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. He has devices, he has wiles. So don't be ignorant of Satan. Don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be Satan's toy, puppets. What I mean by that is, when Satan begins to come, it is spirit. So you are, what you are wrestling is not, is not a man, not flesh and blood, it is spirit. This one, don't possess people. They don't, these this ones, what they do 
is they ensure that believers think is they, they work more on thoughts. See the the worst kind of spirit you can engage in at the at the at, at the spirit that that come in thought. If you see spirit in in flesh, it's not hard. The ones that come in thoughts, they are they are these guys. They have a guys. It's like a guy. They are, they are, they are these guys. When they disguise, they come to you as if they are your friend. Come to you as if they are your thought. You are not growing. They don't tell you you are not growing. They just start showing you. See that one? They'll show you how you fall short somewhere. They'll show you another one. But in showing you, they don't tell you. See that life? It's not the life of God. There's another life. And this is how to do it. They don't tell you how to do the other one. You notice when when the Lord is talking to you and it's, it's, uh, the Lord is beginning to, to. To you see, let me put this: the the manner of the spirit of the Lord, right, coming upon you, coming upon you, to show you the life of God. He doesn't come to tell you all the evils you have done. All it do, the, the way the spirit comes is it, it shows you a beautiful picture of, another, of how to live that's different from the way you are doing it right now. It's almost like a sight. All of a sudden, you just see it. Hey, so I can be like that. In that, in that glimpse, in that sight that the Lord has shown you, while saying that, because light is just shine, you can see the darkness. Ah! See me that I used to be like this. Ah. But what the Lord shows you is what to be. Right? <laughs> but what, what Satan will do every time is to come and tell you what you what you are what you should have been. But yeah. but you have you had not just you know the Lord is what you should be. Yeah. Satan will come and be telling you you, you are not like that. You didn't become that. You should have become that. You didn't. See, you are weak. See, you are not growing. He's Satan. This is wiles. Now, but this is the this is the instruction of the Lord to you. Say, put on the whole armor. Say, say, finally, my brethren, say, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Amen. Be strong in what? Be strong what? In the Lord and in the power of his might. Because they want you to be strong in the Lord. That's key. But Satan doesn't want you to be strong. Satan wants you to be weak. Say, ah, don't fall in Lucifer. You that these weaken the nation. Satan's, Satan's strength is to weaken men. You weaken them in doctrine. Weaken them in life. Weaken them mentally. Don't have any 
strength internally to journey upward. When hearts, when you begin to think towards that direction, I'm weak, ah, I can't, just, you have right to, to know that that is Satan. And you can ignore it. Simple. If he says you're not going, say thank you. I'm not growing, I'll be. Thank you. I will grow. What Satan's aim is to look at, is to make you see your strength and be weak about it. How? I should be merciful. That's your strength, right? Yes. You, you see, ah, I should be merciful. Satan will make, it, make you weak about it. You are not merciful. You cannot be merciful. Right? It's Satan that talks that way. I'm saying it so that you know that when you are, when you are, when you are beginning to move, to move up towards God, there are thoughts that will begin to come to you. Because the moment you've, you started looking up, you begin to you are looking for elevated thoughts. There are spirits that their entire life, uh, life profession, is to ensure that men don't gain thoughts about the heavens. Men don't think spiritual, don't think heavenly. And they have all kinds of means around the way to discourage souls. Amen. To discourage you, to ensure that you, you give up. That's just it. They want you to give up. Satan wants you to give up. I mean, count it all joy. If all that is happening to you is just that you are feeling bad about it, thank it, count it all joy. You know why? Because there's something worse. Well, what is worse is you are around here. You are around the world. You are hearing it. But you are deceiving your own self about it. Eh? You look at it. You ah yes, we are we are taking the world, we are taking the world. But no. When you check inside, there's no there's no there's no stride. There's no is it stride? No stride. There's no stride. The, the heart is not making stride. The heart is not fighting the good fight. Why? Because somehow it is confident in itself. It is confident in what it has. Sometimes that's why God may allow us to suffer some loss. Sometimes. Why? To, to expose that confidence, to remove it. The Lord can allow us to suffer some loss. Because most of the time, have you ever seen the time most people are responsive to, the, to spiritual things? It's when they suffer loss. Lost some, lose something. So one, one thing or the other, you just lose. Then all of a sudden, you see the heart going. But Satan also sits there where, ah, opportunity. Why? To get souls to be discouraged about God. Then the soul just be making, every decision the soul be making is to be drawing back. The soul may not know. It's just to draw back. Just to draw back. But the Lord is saying you should not draw back. Don't draw back. Even if you might have sinned in this old sin, 
The Lord is not telling you to draw back. How? He says, if one come, let us reason together. Your sin may be as red as scarlet. They shall be as white as wool. Do you see the, the attitude? Say, come. Let's, it means, it, the, the, if, if, if your sin is as red as scarlet, do you know what that is? Red. It means blood. It means, ah, ah. It's stained. Red. Imagine something that is red. Blood. They shall be they, white as wool. Me pure. It's the Lord that can heal you. The Lord can't be telling you about your, the need for your growth and the intention is to keep you down. No. It's to generate response. Don't confuse rebuke, correction for condemnation. It's not the same. When you are condemning, don't think it's the Lord that is doing that to you. You know what happens? Most of the time, you can, Satan can use you as your own enemy. Why? You can't forgive yourself. You can't think beyond yourself. You see? It's self, self, walking in the flesh. When you move in the flesh, of course, you would be condemned. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, like I was saying, I'm just I'm just going to say this and round up, right? Is have an attitude of of fighting. You know that. See, don't just stay. Eh, okay, all right. Uh, just my life, or this is my life. No, don't be like that. That's that's that is not the heart of a fighter. A fighter does not give up. Doing in the in the, in at war. Ha! Huh? What's that scripture that talks about if your strength fail in the day of Adversity, adversity, eh? Your strength is little. <laughs> gain strength in the spirit. How can you gain strength in the spirit? Throw yourself into the world of the spirit. You don't feel like it. You are, you are feeling sad. Throw yourself anyways. Don't feel like praying. Pray anyways. Don't feel like reading your. In short, when you wake up and those spirits are beginning to talk, you know one of the things that they dry out is any any love or interest in praying or reading your Bible. They just bring it. But you know, you know what they are fighting? They are fighting Psalm one. That's what they are fighting. What does he say? He says that. He says, but the but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in. And in his law that he meditate day and night. What will happen? And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf shall also not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. This is what the Satan is fighting in you. He's fighting your delight. Why? He, don't, he does not want you to flourish, to be like a tree planted by the river. A tree planted by the river is a joyful tree. 
is a, is a tree that is glad. Imagine a tree that is watered, that its leaf will not wither. It means that there is water flowing into the tree. It's one of the signs that winter is coming is that the tree will dry up. Leaves will begin to fall. The leaves will begin to wither. Why? It's a sign that the moisture in the ground is not enough to sustain the life of the leaves. So what would it, for the tree to survive, what will it do? It will shed leaves. If there are no leaves, right, then there's no need to take water to, those, to, to make them green, to shed all the leaves. So, what does it do? It's trying to conserve the little water that it has. Because it is dry. It is, is it a dry. In short, do you know that winter in itself is a dry, it somehow is a dry season? For trees, it is a dry. No matter how, no matter to us, we see snow and winter. So for trees, it's a dry season. Why? Just go into your basement, right, and see how dry the basement will be during winter. In short, it's so funny that the basement can be more moist in summer than in winter. It's so funny, I don't know why. Just in summer, the basement will be moist, but in winter, dry. Very dry. Right? Means and dryness means no water. When the tree is dry, it will shed its leaves. And that's, that's Satan's aim, to make his soul dry. Your, your journey is, is, is something that is worth fighting for. Fight for your, for your faith. Don't leave your faith when, by, by the day of adversity, at, at the sight of war, at the sight of discouragement. Don't, don't leave it. There's a reason why Paul was encouraging Timothy. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Make sure you lay hold on eternal life. Why? Because there will be, there will be adversaries. There will be adversities. There will be every means Satan would come to stop you. He says, put on the old armor of God. Right? That you may be able to right? stand against the wiles of the devil. Say, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. See? See, having done all to stand, stand therefore. What are the things you, can, you could have done to do to stand? Maybe you've been reading your Bible before. You've been praying before. You're listening to messages. That's okay. Now, haven't done all to stand. Stand, meaning that you still have to take your stance in the spirit. Have you ever seen uh, Mortal Kombat? I don't know how many of us played the game Mortal Kombat. Or maybe Street Fighter. Every fighter has a stance. Their stance is how they prepare for a fight. So one, two, fight. You see them take a stance before they fight. Some will do hand like this. Some will do leg like this. 
right? All they are doing is they are taking a position for to fight. Or even if you don't watch Mortal Kombat, you've seen Chinese movies. The ones that fight, not the ones that do love, love, right? The ones that fight, they will, most of the time they take a stance. They can do hand like about to pray and all those, you know. They have, uh -huh, they have, they have stance, right? Uh -huh. They have stances that they take. Is a stance for war. You should. That's how you should. That's how a soul should be positioned in the spirit. You should have your stance in the spirit. You must be positioned in the spirit. Don't don't leave your mind defenseless against Satan. Put on the helmet of faith. Amen. Stand there for how having your loins, sorry, guarded about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, right, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fairy dust of the hand, and then take the helmet of salvation. I call it helmet of faith, but I'm, I'm, you see, I'm just using. I'm speaking in a how do I put it? Figure, figurative way. Right? The scripture calls it helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation. You must have the helmet of your salvation. You must, you must know your salvation. Right? You must be aware of it. Take your shield of faith and the sword, which is the word of God. See, your shield, your faith and your shield Sorry, your faith, which is your shield and your sword, they're very important. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So the shield and the sword, they work together. Right? The sword is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So the, the sword is the word of God. The shield of faith, right? Is your your faith? How does how does faith come? So the shield can't be formed without the sword, right? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? So you, your faith is important. Some here is this: your faith is important to you. So fight for it. Be it faith towards God or the faith of the Son, which we call the good fight of faith. That Paul is talking about. Amen. The good fight of faith that Paul is talking about. Fight for it. Amen. Fight for your faith. Don't leave your faith at the day of adversity. Don't leave your faith hanging. Right? Don't leave your faith on the side. Pick up your, sh your, 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 your shield. When Satan begins to come and begins to talk to you, about all your weakness, about all the all the bad things. Just take your shield of faith. Shield yourself away from Satan. Shield yourself. Fight. You are you are you are journeying in the spirit. Yes, tell him I know my I know my fault. I know my shortcomings. But I will change. Take a stance to change. Repent. See, that's your that's your weapon. Repentance is your weapon. Use it. Amen. Once you have repented, that's it. If Satan brings accusation, tell, tell Satan, thank you. 
you know the way the, the way Satan gets us most of the times when he begins to suggest those things, we begin to take it as if it's oh yes, I can't I can't I can't do it. Oh, I'm weak. No, you're not weak. You are strong. Is your word? Is the word? You know, say life and death is in the mouth. Speak. What what you speak is is what you get. And the tongue, right, is a fire. Say the. A, a little fire the tongue kindled. See, most of the t- see when when you are going through this thing, don't just think the scripture alone. Say to yourself, "I can do all things." Say, begin to pray. See, when you begin to pray, you begin to use your mouth, right? You begin to use your mouth to set something on fire within you. Say the word, what the Lord, what the word says about you. Eh? Not don't drown in your sadness. Don't drown in your weakness. Find strength in brethren around you. Find strength in the word. Find strength in prayer. Find strength in the joy of your salvation. Find strength in the let can you can you just think about being saved? Who oh, Jesus saved me? It's something to thank God for. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. So your faith is worth fighting for and rounding up. Fight for it. Don't leave it hanging. Take your shield of faith. Understand the difference between condemnation and rebuke and correction and instruction. Learn to take instruction. There's a, there's a posture of a believer. The posture of a believer is when they see where they sh- what they should learn and pick, they pick it. Ah! What they see something that they should be. They don't look at themselves like, oh, I've, I've been known. So I should be like that. If Jesus appeared to you, we shall, we shall see, when he shall appear, we shall be like, we shall see him as he is. But the moment you see him as he is, in a moment, pick it. It's not the time to start feeling sorry for yourself. It's the time to begin to think about moving and journeying forward. Things to do to move forward. Changes to make and not past to look at. What's in the past is in the past. What we need to do is move forward. So, learn to fight. Pick up your faith. Fight for it. Part of fighting for it is making sure that you are moving in this. You are giving yourself to the spirit. You exercise yourself in the spirit. Think on the word. Meditate. His delight is in the law. And only does he meditate day and night. Once you are feeling sad, start, start meditating on the word. Just begin to meditate. You don't feel like, at that point, you won't feel like you should. But begin to meditate. Begin to pray. Pray in the spirit. Then you will see that, that cloud will just fade. Even if it doesn't fade, all things work together for good. You know why? Even if the cloud stays for three days, you begin Pray for three days. Be, continue praying. Why? They've just exercised you in the spirit. All things work together for good. You must have that sight spiritually. All things work together for good. You might have made mistakes in the past. It's okay. I'm not saying it's okay to continue making mistakes. I'm just saying, but I've made a mistake. But have you repented? Then move forward. Move forward. Fight for your faith. Lay hold on the life ahead. 
Don't leave your heart defenseless. You must say, wherefore, guard up the loins of your mind. Be sober. Be vigilant. Amen. And then you notice here, having done all to stand, you know the first thing they said? He said, stand therefore, having your loins guarded about. With what? With truth. Having your loins right? Guarded about with truth. Truth. What's the truth? Truth are the things written in the word. Here. I mean, we're not talking about defin- defining truth in you know, the, the one we learn in SOS now. But I'm just, I'm just saying these things. Simply, all, all I'm teaching today is just very simple. Just simple, simple teaching concerning the posture of a believer. Attitude of a believer. Amen. We all are fought. Because if you have accepted that, you wouldn't be feeling for sorry for yourself when you realize that you make a mistake. Have you accepted that you are fault? Then when you realize, well, you saw that you are fault. Then that means that you are using a different side. Don't t- take Satan's side. Because Satan's side will, will, look, will tell you to look at your fault. and your f- No, don't take that side. Take a different side. Take the side that is single. Let your eye be single on the Lord. Let it be single on Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will bless tonight. I just want, I guess that's just what is in my heart today. And just more of encouragement. It's not teaching. I don't, like I said, I, don't, I didn't feel like I would be teaching. I just felt I would just encourage us a bit tonight. Uh, maybe there may be a little bit of teaching there. Right? But what we are learning tonight, right, is, is to, to learn to give ourselves to our faith. To fight for our faith. Fight for your faith. Don't leave it hanging. The, the life that you want in the in the life of God, go after it. Fight for it. Once Satan discourages you, tell Satan, thank you, I will move forward. Use Satan as a, as a stepping stone to move up. Whatever is throwing at you, take it. Use it to step up in the spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we just begin to bless the name of the Lord tonight? Father, we thank you. Mahata Vedekashita Kariya Sapana. Can we begin to pray tonight that grace to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might will be given tonight in the name of Jesus. Can we begin to pray that the grace to fight for our faith, to pick up the shield of faith and fight the good fight. Grace to fight the good fight. Grace to, to begin to take flight in the spirit to begin to take strides in the spirit not looking down on our shortcomings but moving up spiritually journeying upward journeying upward mahata bari hata kali maziti vene moshita a brother grace to find delight in the law of the lord oh masete makali atamata grace to find delight in his law in his law in his law e prazete vede kahata gazende e prazata tatata kali mujete bede kazante zete kani mahata ba emprazete keli hazata zete keli mazata bali hata kanusha e krazete vede mushita bali hata Emprozata kali muzete vede noshita. Ze kali katakade moshita kali muzete. Eprazete vede koshita. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you, Father, for how you've helped us and encouraged us tonight in your word. We say be thou exalted in Jesus' name. 
Father, we pray, Lord, that concerning our faith and our journey, that you will strengthen us. That you will strengthen us in our, in our, in our spirit, in our soul, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that we will be strengthened by might, with might. That the spirit of might will come upon our heart. Will be strengthened with might by your spirit in the inner man, in the name of Jesus. That strength will come afresh upon us for our journey. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.